Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the 16th episode of Disability Discrimination Band Starting Now. I am your host, Lindsay, and today I am having another one of my college friends on the podcast. Her name is Samantha Diamond. And she will be talking about with us is how dance movement therapy help people with learning disabilities. Welcome to the show, Samantha. Thanks, Lindsay. I'm happy to be here. So I gave a little introduction to you, but do you mind uh, telling? our listeners a little bit more about you? Sure. So um, I'm Samantha Diamond. Um, I live in Massachusetts. Um, One of the things about me is that um, I'm a caring, loving person. I am one of the hardest working people too yeah one of the hardest working people too (laughs) and and I'm very um I'm very flexible I'm very um what's the word um um I'm a little outgoing I am very um I'm very happy to be here and (laughs) yeah so um guys this has been the first time I've seen Samantha on video in a very long time so I'm very excited for you guys to hear from her and are you comfortable talking about the second question which is which is about the um, uh, disability. If, if you are comfortable to, do you mind sharing a bit about your disability? Um, normally, I don't talk about my disability that much, but um, like when I was when I was young, I was diagnosed with autism and that 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 was when I was like born but I don't really like like to talk about my disability that much because of um being because of other people judge me but my disability doesn't define who I am um even though like even though I have some learning challenges I don't like to say the word disability because of you could say limitations too or limitations words yeah well um thank you for sharing that much um and if any of you guys are interested in learning about what autism is then please reach out for me or 
use our best quote unquote best friends Google and and they'll be able to explain it more. So what made you want to talk about this topic? So what made me want to talk about this topic is that I've been dancing since I was four years old and dance has been an outlet for me. And I also love helping people. So why not combine the two? And, and that's what brought me into this idea today. So, um, what do you do in dance movement therapy? Because it sounds cool. I just, I never heard of it before. So right now I'm in grad school um, in clinical mental health counseling with a specialization in dance movement therapy at Lesley University. And I'm still trying to figure out what dance movement therapy is in my education. So like, I'm trying to dive deeper through like, um, like my, my perspective, of what it is. So dance movement therapy is the focus of, of, um, of like what, of like your body and your physical mental health around like your self-esteem, body positivity, and, and self-awareness to make sure that um, you, you like cope with these strategies in a healthy way. That, do you actually physically dance? Yes. Okay, that sounds fun. Maybe I need to start getting into dancing. So I used to be good, but I need to refreshen up my skills. Um, and so as I mentioned, we attended college together. What yes. is your favorite memory from Beacon? My favorite memory of Beacon would have to be like when we when we take human services and psychology classes together and um and we were doing we were doing a capstone project together. Remember that capstone project with Perone that we did? Yeah, that was fun. I do you remember our topic? I know we did it about Beacon, but I've had people ask me and I completely forgot. I actually forgot about it too. <laughs> maybe I'll reach maybe I'll reach out to Dr. Perone. So so everyone, if you're wondering what we were referring to about a capstone project, after four years of taking human services and psychology classes, we had to take a capstone class. And one of the assignments that our professor, Dr. Perone, made us do was like any issues we were or suggestions that um, that we think we should give any certain topic. And 
all of us, he said we were the very first class of his to to make presentations to to suggest to Beacon what was what we feel like needs to to happen. Not only did we have administrative class uh, classes, administrative uh, employees come in and listen the next week after we all finished giving our presentations they were already talking about what we were mentioning to them so if anyone attends beacon like we did speak up because they'll listen and if they and uh yeah so um so I had another question for you. Okay. I might add another one, but uh, so what made you want to start dance movement therapy? Like I said, I've been dancing since I was four and I just love it. And it's a beautiful art form, which people can be free to express themselves in a positive way. And and by focusing on that, it amazes me. Yeah. It do you when you're dancing, do you do you get in that quote unquote state where you forget about everything else and just focus on dancing? Well, for me, um, I just like focus on dancing and if I forget some steps I can just do a little improv oh no what what I mean by um by do you forget everything not the movement because you have one of the best memories I have ever seen um I meaning like oh you need to go to the grocery store today you need you need to do this and focus on this when you're dancing. Does that make sense? I think so. Um, do you block out the rest of the world while you're dancing, basically? It really depends on what exactly I'm doing. Um, and that's like an interesting uh, question because I'm still trying to like, figure out what what I should block out and what should I not block out but it really depends on the situation yeah and um so as you mentioned dance movement therapy can help with learning disabilities it could how, yeah how has it helped yours so um, so what it helps me is that, um, like, I won't, like, what helps me is that, like, dance has been an outlet for me. It's a, um, type, it's a, that's an interesting question. <laughs> um, so basically with, 
with dance movement you, therapy help me. You can me. take your time, Samantha, if you need to think about it first. Uh, okay. Then I'll. Um, I'm a little nervous. This is my first. Oh time. no! It's take take your time. I'll I'll speak to these listeners while you think if you need that for a few minutes. Okay. So I. I know I have been getting into Beacon a whole lot within these last few episodes, but I really have to compliment Beacon. Like, I really, really do. Because they're, um, and I'm pretty sure, Samantha, you've been told this too, that we're not smart enough to do anything and all we'll be able to do is work at Chick-fil-A for minimum wage but you and I'm everyone with the disability who goes to college and you Samantha you're proving them wrong because we are capable of doing anything but you just need to open your mind to learning and beacon really believes in every student with a learning with any type of disability so if you're looking for a school that really wants to help you in any way and whether or you want them to teach to teach you in a way that you can understand they will do that and I can promise you they are amazing and if you have any questions then please do not hesitate to reach out because I would love to talk to you about beacons and that's no joke and Samantha I know you would say the same thing yeah yeah because because beacon's no joke and like it's hard for um to for people to get into like a school where like they have a good disability program so i'm gonna get back um to the questions real quick that we were is how did how has dance therapy movement helped your disability well dance movement like i said um dance movement therapy helps me with my learning my disability because um because i can like just be myself and without any judgment and and like it's a it's a better way to like express what I'm feeling how I'm feeling what I'm feeling and it it's just a great outlet for me yeah so um and that's a very good answer Samantha with what I just heard you say you said in a way dance therapy is your escape. Correct. Is did I say that correctly? 
I think so. Okay. Um, so as you've you've heard me say this in every single episode, that the next few questions I always ask my guests because I feel that it's important for all the listeners to really listen in on these questions is why do you think there isn't more of a conversation about discrimination against people with disabilities? Because because people 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 who don't have a learning disability they judge people with people who do have a learning disability. Like um, they, people with learning disabilities, they feel sensitive and they're afraid of being judged and insecure. And that's why like we need to be protected for ourselves and especially- and we're not going to get that protection if we don't speak out. Exactly. I'm sorry I interrupted you. It's okay. No worries. But, um, yeah, I just, I, I think there's no education. It's not going to change. And I really, I really want to stress to people who have learning disabilities or any type of disabilities, if you would like to be on this podcast, this is a safe space for you. This is a space where you won't get judged by anyone. And I will not tolerate anyone that either discriminates or or judges a person with a limitation because they're being nice enough, they're being strong enough to appear. And if you're not going to like to listen to what Samantha and I are saying, or all my past guests and future guests are saying, then please don't listen to this podcast. You are wasting your time listening to me advocating if you're not going to make a change into how you're thinking and how you're treating people like Samantha and I. And like I said in our previous episode, I will say things how it is to me. So I'm sorry if you get offended. I'm just fired up about this topic. It's okay. uh, What do you think the world can learn from people with uh, either learning disabilities or limitations? I think that even if you have these learning challenges and limitations, you can always still work your way up and figure out what you want to do in life. Yeah. And uh, speak up if you feel like you need to speak up. And last question, what, what would you say to your younger self? I would say take, your, take, one, take, take things one step at a time and always be yourself. 
and make sure that never give up on yourself and be the person that you want to be. That's a very great advice. So before the episode ends, would you like to say anything else to the people that are listening? Sure. I would like to say that um, that it's great to take things one step at time, one step at a time, and try not to rush things because at the end of the day, if you rush things, then you're gonna be overworked. And try to like, try to like stay true to yourself and take care of your body and yourself and make sure that you get the help that you need. Very well said, Samantha. And I want to say thank you, Samantha, for coming on the podcast. I really enjoyed talking to you. And to everyone, I hope you loved listening to this uh, to this episode. Now there are, I believe, four. So this is episode sixteen, and my season finale will be episode twenty. So I look forward to talking to you guys in this in these upcoming videos before I take a break to plan season two well thank you for joining again and bye guys thank you